Welcome to Beholder's Eye, Season 2. Evil is consuming the multiverse. Only the Chaos Quartet, Zalara of Sin Ilnor, Blessed of Shamhara, World Protecting, Elven Druid Monk, Garen Kelso, Dimension Hopping Vagabond, High Elf Bladesinger, APU Warforged Fighter, Mole Urzog, Cleric of Saint Allegius can save reality from utter destruction. All right, who wants to let us know what happened last time with the Chaos Quartet? I suppose I can. Um, basically nothing. We just talked a lot. <laughs> um, but we uh, were trying to figure out how to get to the tribunal in the best, least innocent killing slash retribution way. And... Um, Previously, we had talked to Rick Tung, who had said that we need to start a religion to make the Lady of Pain mad enough that we get thrown into the um, one of the many, many, many labyrinths that exist, but not so mad that she completely emoliates us on the spot. And he decided that, that the best way to do that would just be to straight up start a religion worshipping her. And we don't have any prior records of people who've done this before or like what they did to actually do the worshipping. We don't have um, any yeah, anything to go with that. Um, Mole has some serious qualms with starting a religion, being that, you know, he's kind of a religious guy already kind of thinks that maybe we should just, you know, gather all of the people of Theos together and make them be the worship enough, I guess, to be able to overthrow whatever we need to overthrow, whether that's the universe guy or the Lady of Pain or whatever we need. Um, we've established that uh, APU still doesn't want to leave the ring behind, uh, regardless of whether or not we think people are worthy of uh, being able to guard it. Um, and... Zalara and Garen are basically there to get done whatever needs to get done. And there was the idea floated of potentially doing merchandise and just like really silly play or songs or things to not worship but annoy the Lady of Pain maybe enough to make her kick us into a labyrinth as kind of a, a partial something to make Mole not as upset. Does that kind of cover everything we covered? I think so, yeah. Yeah, um, okay. So we didn't really, I don't know that we even came to a conclusion. We just kind of ran out of time last time. So uh, you're still standing there in the library um, having this discussion. Um, uh, yeah, because we just finished after APU had said no. Um, so yeah, Mole would be saying, um, uh, APU, um, you uh, objected to when we were at my, my home uh, examining the ring to see its power or what it could do for us because we were imminently not safe and it turns out you were correct we know because of tanahano that now that we are in a place without a defined time or space that we are safe from immediate interference by Oman. so um this is the best place for us to now examine the ring so I would request that you give me the ring so I can examine it so we can figure out what it's what it's doing or Perhaps how we in, can use in, it. Not here directly. No, too many yeah, yes, about. Uh, of course. But yes, we, we have to we have to know what this thing is. Okay. Um, 
should I do a test to Alex to see how much can pull the ring has over yeah, now? Yeah, I was gonna say let's let's go ahead and do that. Give me a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> Critical fail. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there's no way in hell you're giving it up. Whilst I am protecting the ring and keeping it from potentially any dangers until I feel we are safe, I will not remove the ring from my chest. Just because we are now on a different plane does not make me feel as if we are in a safe place to expose something that could potentially be dangerous. APU, what if us not examining the ring and knowing what it may do or the power or removing this bind that it has to Tottenham what if we do not examine it and we can never be safe the ring is what is drawing tot oman to you because of its bind to him if we cannot examine it we cannot bind it destroy it or remove it and thus there will always be a threat of tot oman getting to the ring we will never be able to resolve this cycle unless we can look at it <laughs> It's annoying because what you say makes sense, but it won't <laughs> go with it. <laughs> when we find somewhere that I feel is safe enough, the ring has had no effect on me thus far, and we do not know that the ring has attracted anything, as Tanahana was also in the location when we were attacked. We don't know if it's myself or Tanahana. We don't know if it's the ring or Tanahana that is attracting any attention. What we do know is that at the moment, whilst this ring is with me, no one will be getting access to it unless I allow them access, making it as safe as it can be for the moment. How would so you I'd... describe this safe place? It's as safe as it can be. A safe place is somewhere where we know we are safe from the universe-looking man. I would consider the plane of law would be probably the safest place we could go with this, as we have heard nothing but powerful things about the tribunal. Uh, they could protect it. They stopped violence in this entire realm, to my understanding. Uh, just, j just for Sam's own clarification, the tribunal isn't necessarily on the plane of law, right? They no. Oh shit. Okay, I meant wherever the tribunal is. I just okay. assumed it was the plane of law. That was Ryan making assumptions. C uh, my, my internal understanding of it, it just, just in case this is wrong, um, from like a meta perspective. Law, chaos, good, evil. Those are the members of the tribunal? Okay, okay. Got it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I don't yeah. think we've ever really fully said that, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that, that that's the assumption I've been going under. Like the the four core kind of influences of the universe. So um, exactly. like going to meet the tribunal, we would be talking to not only the embodiment of law or good, but also chaos and evil. Uh, so, yeah. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. It's going to be great. They're going to listen to us. No problem. They're all unified in what they want to do. It's not all just compromises. That's why they fixed <laughs> this. Um, okay. Okay. Um. So Zalara is trying to figure out APU and um, rolled an insight of uh, nine, which was a crit fail <laughs> for her. It is probably also worth mentioning, don't forget, that APU's armor now glows, and that's only happened since we leveled up and he had the ring inside him. Uh -huh. Just something to mention to you guys. There, there is a physical change that you can yeah. see. There's a physical manifestation of the ring's influence upon your person. Yeah. 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 He yeah. doesn't recognize that. He just recognizes he has access to some power now. APU, um, I have not known you to be somebody who lies. Yes? I avoid lying as wherever i can unless there is a justified reason okay um 
then I, I trust that telling me the truth in this, you will see um, that answering my question truthfully will be the best way to go forward. I have not lied to any of you since I no, have met you. No, no, I'm not saying you have lied, but I just want to establish that before I ask you this next question. Do you truly have any intent of ever letting us see the ring? I fully intend to relinquish the ring whenever I feel that we are safe. And he is not lying before. If you if you want to do insights, feel free. But no, no, he himself is not lying. That that sounds internally consistent to me as a even to Mole as a person. I don't think I need to mm-hmm. insight you to figure that out. That seems pretty apparent. Um, do you feel that with Tot Oman currently following us because of the ring, that the ring will ever be safe? With him following us, it may never be safe, but we are going to locations where it will be with forces that can counter him and keep it safe. Solara just gestures widely. (laughs) I am only protecting the ring until we find somewhere that I believe is a safer location for the ring to be kept or destroyed if they have the ability. You won this one, Metal Man. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but there's too much internal consistency and logic to that to like pick it apart and get at what I need to. Um, okay, uh, okay. Um, then, in order to do that, as I feel that um, I cannot accomplish what I need to um, with the help of you until this situation is resolved where Tadoman is following us. Um, The most prudent course of action is to get to the tribunal so that we can resolve this situation. Um, Yes. Just above the table, I'm not looking forward to when we get to the tribunal, I fail the test and refuse to give it up. Oh, I know that's that's gonna happen. Um... (laughs) Just APU is too logical and consistent in their actual reasoning of why they are not influenced that, like, I can go, hey, you know, you're being crazy. Um, <sighs> okay, all that aside, uh, merchandise, song, play, or are we going I full religion right away? It's easier, it's easier to pick up on a song than a new religion, yes? And depending on how long it takes, maybe the songs the merchandise is enough and if not then we grow it into the religion we just have to find someone who can do merchandising i can do jewelry i am am handy with a pair of um, carpenter stores if we wanted to make physical items um don't even know what i'm most certainly the easiest way is to uh just start the religion um i'm gonna tell uh, this above the table, so Alex definitely knows. Um, Mole outright knows that they're going against what they actually believe in this. Um, uh, Mole does not like what they're doing. They're begrudgingly viewing it as a means to an end, um, and they know that it's not like that. It's hypocritical of what they actually stand for. Um, so yeah. <laughs> um, so you're. You weren't okay with this a few minutes ago. Tanahano says, yeah, you kind of did a 180 there on us. Mm-hmm. Um, We're not even starting a religion. We're just talking about merchandising. It's two uh, very different things. Sometimes. Also, wow. with the creation of the religion, wasn't commitment to it a big factor? 
if you're actively not committed to it, then you may not be considered as part of the starters and not be banished to a maze with us. Then you will get banished without me and get to the plane in front of the tribunal, and I hope you will be uh, persuasive enough to have them let me join you. Oh. We have very few other options. Yes, um, I'm at a loss here. I can't return home until you let me home. Um, and I cannot accomplish the goals I need to with the current threat of that at every turn. The, the thing I am trying to combat can just track me down because of somebody I am with. Um, I'm going to say it bluntly, but the situation that you have put me in since I have known you as a group has given me very uh, few other options than to make this extremely distasteful decision. You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, you will not be able to accomplish this without me, I do not think. You are correct. (laughs) I don't think the rest of us are persuasive enough to form a religion. Yeah. Okay. Um, Well, I'm sorry to make you do this, but thank you. Um... It's okay. Um, okay, so... I, we are just trying to grow your your faith in your God. He will forgive you, yes? All, we can still do that part later. All, all people can be reforged. Even yourself. Especially myself. Mm. Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, so. We need a building. <laughs> we need music. We need ten rules. Ten rules? Do it has, does it have to be ten? Can we do, like, three? One. One? One rule. Um, and um, <laughs> what we, is that? It's got to be uh, big. Uh, without violence, there is no real pain. So in order to bring death and violence back, we need to first believe in pain. And who better to believe in than the lady of pain herself? That um, is an excellent tagline, but that's not a rule. That is a rule. There's only one rule, and it's believe in the lady of pain, because she will bring us out of this. Tanahara says, well, what do you mean by belief? Um, She exists. Most of us around who've been here have seen her from time to time. Belief doesn't really enter at all because it's a fact. Commit to the Lady of Pain? But how? How would we demonstrate the commitment? Oh, my, yeah. Well, the rule is to commit to the Lady of Pain, and the teachings that we give would be how you commit yourself. But the rule is you always be committed to the Lady of Pain. I see. The big thing is, if we You're right, say, God being we real need... makes all of that really difficult. Um, or follow the Lady of Pain. Not physically follow, but follow as in the teachings towards her. Within your heart. Then you have to come up with teachings. We, we are trying to convince the zombies, yes? That's our core demographic we're aiming this at. <laughs> I believe so. Yes. Sam feels they so dirty doing this. And they cannot do numbers so... without violence, without the pain. Give of yourself to the lady whatever you can give. For a zombie, that might be a finger. For a living person, that might be money. But why? Their souls. They cannot give a part of themselves without violence, though. Without pain, there is no death, right? Whether it be Mm -hmm. uh, Mm. physical, emotional. Yes. Um, Okay. So, um, yes, they, they, they 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 are done feeling. Uh, they do not like this emotion that they have. 
the zombies, the, 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 the dead. Yes, they said that this causes them great distress. Not being able to grow their numbers makes them feel again. Give that, give that to the Lady of Pain. Give your pain to the Lady of Pain. No? We, we should probably take it on the street and see if it works. Maybe workshop <laughs> it a little bit. <laughs> <sighs> Let's workshop our uh, religious tenants here. God, yeah, I've never had to be able to come up with how to start a religion in two hours. <laughs> um, <sighs> right, I'm just going to walk out. Uh, I'm going to pull out whatever musical instrument I have. Which I don't remember what it is. Sitol? I don't even know what a sitol is. Is that like a guitar? <laughs> a sit was it a sitar? No, sitol. It's, it's it looks more like a ukulele. Okay, I was gonna say I know you asked me for some weird instrument. <sighs> okay, yeah. so it's no hurdy gurdy, but it should do a pinch. So, <laughs> well, we're not going for romantic. You're fine. That's yeah, we're true. trying. We're, we're trying to induce pain. Pain's what we're going for, not romance. Romance is pain. <laughs> Can you be violent uh, with music? Yes. Yeah, put it in a minor chord and I've, play I've heard, key. I've so, heard so, well, one person takes as violent music, another person may enjoy. So is it universally violent and would be stopped by the no violence? Or probably not because, because the intention and the intention is not made for violence. Hmm. But isn't that part of the whole bard thing is they can sing and cause damage, so yeah. music can be used for violence. But I'm but not technically a bard. <laughs> I don't use magic through music, so you could be re you could be really bad at music and make me feel really bad, and isn't that in a way violence? Um, no, that's an emotion. <laughs> no, <laughs> isn't causing me a negative emotion innately violence? No, no. <sighs> it's just causing you a lot of discomfort. Yeah, violence is physical. It is not emotional. It is not spiritual. It is physical. So yeah. unless you're playing it loud enough to burst someone's eardrums. It's not really violent. Right. Or cause like 1d6 Or magically damage. infused sort of ways right. to call silence. What if they play the brown note and I shit myself? Is that violence? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's just cleaning I'm... out your colon. That's actually a health benefit when you think about it. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Depends <laughs> on how aggressively you shit yourself, really. That's true. Okay. I mean, like... If you tear your, your rectum, then maybe, but... Hey, anal fissures are no joke. Well, well, I'm not that's saying still they not are, violence. Just that's just... That's like eating the chili. Okay. Right. Got right. it. If you, if you get the hot shits after eating the chili, that's, you know, it's not really violence. It's just chemical consequences right, we, of your actions. We determined this already. Okay. Then um, <laughs> uh, I guess Sam we start workshop. We answer yeah. all the deep philosophical questions here on Builder's um, Eye. So. I, I guess we then do. We stop. We start workshopping it. I think we have a core idea. Um, okay, so the core idea is you must believe and follow the Lady of Pain, and you must give her your emotion and pain because uh, belief is physical. There's there's a an actual an actual manifestation and component to belief. So we do kind of have three rules then: believe in the Lady of Pain, follow the Lady of Pain, commit yourself to the Lady of Pain through whatever means you take as commit. Yeah, give, give her your, your pain. give your pain to her. Okay, got it. However, um, okay. Oh, this is gonna. All right, be... so yeah, Garen's out on the street. He's got his sitol, and he's out there playing. Go ahead, give me a performance roll. Okay. What's the goal with this performance? Um, so I'm gonna sing a song about. Um, well, I just wrote a little bit, so I'm gonna let's hear. Try it. to sing it. Here's a story. It's sad but true. She's a girl who beat me black and blue. 
Now violence cannot come around, but she's still the baddest gal in town. <laughs> oh, I like it. Okay. You are oh a wordsmith, God. sir. Yeah, go ahead and give me uh, do it at advantage for the oh, actually writing the song. All right, <sighs> two fourteens. But I know this is important, so I'm gonna lucky it up. Uh, it's not better. <laughs> What'd you roll? Oh, 10 on that one. Wait, so 14, 14, 10. Yeah. You can re-roll three times a day. All right, so... So technically, because I rolled twice, can I use luck twice? Yep. I mean, this is important, I think, so I got to get something. I have a decent performance, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) 13. All right. I mean, 14's not bad, it's just not amazing, so... Right. So, um, you're playing there, and, um, you know, some people start listening a little bit as they're walking by you get some of the the uh Kaotites who are over there dancing to your music flinging their bodies and, and gyrating in unnatural <laughs> ways um and then also you see about four of the not about four literally four of the dustmen the undead who are standing there because they're remember we're kind of the libraries in between both these boundaries here basically of the bazaar, um, who are standing there in their strike line, just kind of nodding their head up and down, like, okay, I may be undead, but I'm digging this. <laughs> and I can, I'm dig? like, I keep playing until, and like, I'm looking back at, like, Mole specifically for him uh, to. Yeah, we're gonna follow it up with the one two punch, so not looking like I'm innately, you know, associated with Garen and what they're, they're doing. But Mole will just start preaching. They'll they'll be they'll be loud. They'll be they'll be forceful, and they'll start talking about how um how the removal of this violence has caused them so much. We'll pain. do it as Mole. Yeah, <sighs> give me give me a little taste of this here. Sam's not as not. good as Mole is though. Um, okay, <laughs> it's uh, the role that matters. Uh, okay, um, um, brothers, sisters, dead undead i i feel such pain such such anguish that we no longer can continue to grow um without violence i cannot die and join the dustmen without violence no one can die and join the dustmen other than attrition and through this i have such feeling and such pain and such grief i i i wish to no longer have that I, I no longer, this is unwanted, unneeded, unjust, that I should be subjected to such pain. And the lady, she will take it from me, the lady of pain. Take my pain, lady of pain, and give me freedom, freedom from these horrible feelings and from this strife, for I, I know not what else to do. I, a man previously of other faith, no do not know what else to do other than to give my pain to you lady of pain so that i no longer feel this um and yeah with that great you know melodic tone behind of you know so i need two rolls from you here of course um so i'll give you advantage on both give me deception first dc 10 yeah my, my best one um not great at deception oh i'm not bad at deception but not great uh 22 i I got a crit with advantage um (laughs) yeah okay uh everyone's buying that you actually believe this so that's good now give me a performance roll yeah because i definitely don't believe this a 12 
<laughs> Twelve. That's um, with advantage, huh? Yep, yep, yep. Um, uh, it would have, you know, a disadvantage would be a three. Um, I rolled, I rolled a ten and a that one. So, um, yeah, we'll go with a ten for a total of twelve. <laughs> Could it be a religion roll, maybe? Could I have done that? Can I yeah. oh, fall uh, down no, no, no. at his feet uh, and do like a performance to be like, you're right, I need to give my pain to the Lady of Pain. Okay. And um, aid him? Sure, go ahead and, and give me a, a performance roll there. I have no performance. That's a three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I like literally trip and fall on my face and just go like, oh, Lady of Pain, take my pain! APU just watched on the side. He can't really commit to any of this sort of stuff. <laughs> he can't help in any way, so he's not going to make a fool of himself. Right. Um, so. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, two of the so the, zom- the uh, dustmen who are bobbing their head up and down come forward and walk up to you, Mole, and say, Teach us, oh great one, how to relieve this pain. And you hear some people of of the other dustmen in the back being like, Hey, Hank, Joe, stop breaking (laughs) solidarity, man. What are you doing? And they're saying, no, he says he can give us freedom from pain. And do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start praying with them, and I'm going to cast Calm Emotions and make them feel nothing. Um, so I'm gonna try. So uh, they need to make a charisma saving throw. Uh, DC 17, we'll back it up with magic, we'll follow it up. And then I just have to be All able right. to lie that she's the one taking it from them and not me. Um, they both failed, so yep, no problem. Very okay. calm. They feel no emotion. All of their pain is gone. Um, I, I, I take that from them. And yes. Hank and Joe say, I have not felt like this in quite a while. Oh, praise the Lady of Pain. It is gone. The feeling is gone. I am detached yet again. I would be excited, except I can't be, for the detachment is complete. It is but temporary. Um, How do we make this permanent, oh wise? We don't know your name, oh wise prophet. I, I need no name. Only purpose. Um, the way we make this permanent is through power to Our Lady. The more people who give of their pain to her, the more she can take. And Joe and Hank turn back and say, "Actually, give me a persuasion roll on that. Are you good? At, you're good at those, right?" I, I am good <laughs> at those. Um, All right. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not bad at the other things either. Like. Performance plus two, deception plus two, you know? I mean, the uh, dice know internal... it's against your moral compass. Yeah, exactly. They, they, they know I'm you. betraying everything I believe in. Um, 13. All yeah. Right. Like, eh. um, so Joe and, and Hank say, listen, brothers and sisters, listen to what the prophet purpose is saying. The prophet purpose <laughs> has given us the freedom from emotion. We should listen to what he says. And you see a few more come along. Um, with um, the 13. Okay. With the 13, we'll, yeah. It, yes. With the 13, we'll, we'll say uh, six more. So you've got eight followers as of now. Okay. And and with them to further reinforce this, um, 
So everybody who uh, comes, like, once there's a decent group of people, like, as you said, they, they come over, um, I'm going to start praying again with them, and I'm casting calm emotions, because it, it affects everybody within a 20-foot uh, radius of me, so uh, or of where I, I choose it to be, which I'm centering the point on me, so that it feels like that, that like this group is the reason that that's being taken away. Um, so I'm going to cast that again, DC 17, and start trying to uh, basically reinforce that with them. And yeah, oh, so, it's so dirty. It's bad. I'm doing a bad thing. Um, so, bad thing. Mo would make a pretty uh, good comment so far. <laughs> um, hypnotic pattern. It doesn't. It says you're incapacitated and in that you can't take reactions or actions, but you're still conscious, right? Like we've established that. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm going while Mole is praying on the people on the outside, like that wouldn't be affected. I want them to. I want to cast hypnotic pattern on them so that they're basically entranced because it says it's charmed. So they're basically entranced, and my my goal with this is that they would feel that there's this power beyond what they can actually feel. And that it's the Lady of Pain. So does that make sense? Yep. Go ahead and you cast Hypnotic Pattern. And there's no rolls. And I'm just going to use... Yeah. Oh, I mean, you'd have to make a roll, but I'm going to use my spell hit to make sure that they all get it. Okay. So you cast Hypnotic Pattern and a great pattern appears. So how, how is this looking? Like, is it in the sky? Is it on Mole themselves? What, what does this look like? Um, I can't put it on Mole because then it would do this same thing to everyone and it would get mole as well <laughs> um, right. so like just kind of above the crowd um just so it, it doesn't affect mole more or less because he's got to still do his magic stuff um oh. and yeah so the pattern is just kind of shimmering in in between mole and them i would say okay so everybody's transfixed and watching as hank and joe the first two apostles um are <laughs> are preaching the good word and uh, with the amount of spell slots I have um, that are of a high enough level to do this, um, I have a total of 10 times extra I would be able to cast this. Like, as people start gathering round, if we keep pulling more people, um, mm-hmm. what I would be doing is spending the time to continue to pray and uh casting it on like different groups so like like not so much innately centered on myself anymore because i can choose um an area within 60 feet of me to cast it but start like moving it round so that everybody who starts to listen starts to you know even if i'm not catching everybody up right like not everybody fails and and gives their stuff you know that's just not like like phrasing it in a way that you know um, that you have to truly believe for her to take it and that those mm-hmm. who are not having it taken that they don't truly believe yet um, and that you know a- and phrasing it in that sort of way and then like basically trying to use it so that every individual person that I pick up off of this you know just using that spell to reinforce what we're saying um, you know and gain momentum because okay. the more people we can pull in with it the more people we can pull in because it starts to make more sense once there's more people um, that believe right. it and as as he's going on I want to I don't know if it's a continuous thing um, 
well, it's concentration, but it's a cantrip. I want to like slowly build kind of a like a red halo, kind of a, a violent looking halo Ooh. above Mole with dancing lights. I love it. So, okay, like, I'm singing, singing, playing, and casting over at him and turning him more and more deified. I guess. So, so you do all this over the next let's let's say few hours that this happens. And people are becoming, especially the, the dustmen are becoming entranced, but some of the coyotes are as well. And, and um, uh, even some of the, uh, uh, the, the, the shopkeepers here at the bazaar are also. And soon you've got about 100 people following you with this much. And it's seriously depleted the amount of strikers there are. And so business is starting to pick up again. And people are, you know, singing in the streets, waving palm leaves, saying, Blessed is the lady of pain and high. Blessed be the prophet purpose and his word of calm. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, you hear a crash as... A bunch of the dustmen are just flung up in the air who are striking, and you see this large wagon come towards you. Except it's not really a wagon, it's more like a ornate platform on wheels, and standing 20 feet tall with a head covered in a very elaborate metal helm with spikes coming out on all sides, dressed in a deep red robe with ornate gold trim and being pulled by large, almost dog, pig-like creatures who are coming at you. And you can see thought balloons come out of these pig creatures' heads, which, with hands up, saying, halt, you can tell that that's what they mean. And this seems to be their way of communicating is through this physical, pictorial, thought balloon form. And They're emoji the la- dogs? This is actually canon. This is from Planescape. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and dogs. the Lady of Pain looks down at you through the mask. And Zalara, there's something familiar about her eyes that you notice for a split second, and then it's gone. And she says to you all, she says to you all in your heads, you have disgusted me. And with a snap of her finger, you see that half of the, you see half the heads of the dustmen who have followed you, their, their heads explode and their bodies disintegrate. Others start disappearing. And you all find yourself in a long hallway with no ceiling, but you can tell that you're not in any space. It's like looking into blackness of darkness, just nothingness above you. And that's where we'll pick up next time. Thanks for listening to Beholder's Eye Season 2, Episode 50, Finding Our Religion. If you like the show, make sure to leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Head over to patreon.com forward slash beholders iPod if you want to become a patron. If you do, you get exclusive side eyes, learn the lore of the Great Isle with Behind the Lore, and you can get some great original art, which we should have coming soon. Make sure to check out our website, beholderseyecast.com, and follow us on Twitter at Beholders iPod. You can follow Ryan, who plays APU, and us at DuffDuff the Third. Ben, who plays Drathan and Garen at Miro4D2. Kim, who plays Zalara and Rosie at Mets Girl. Sam, who plays Mullen Lynn at Samsalot007. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Editing by Sam Canary. Music and effects editing by Benjamin Floyd. Music from filmmusic.io. 
Epic Unease, Folk Crown, Thunderbird, Curse of the Scarab, and Our Story Begins, all by Kevin McLeod in Composite.com. Licensed under Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 licenses, creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0. All sound effects by zapsplat.com. Please check the show notes for further details.